Salam, salam from the Windy City. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 7th of July, 2022. Here's a quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. The Oromo Liberation Army, or OLA, has continued its attacks on Amharans in the Kelam Wolega region. On Monday, the 4th of July, witnesses said on social media that there was another mass killing. Among victims are women and children. The same night, Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed confirmed the news, expressed his condolences and his commitment to fight against the OLA. A few hours after the Prime Minister's statement, the BBC came out with the number of casualties, more than 150, all of them thought to be Amharans. Witnesses and people living in the area talked to the Ethiopian Human Rights Commission about the OLA's mass killings. The commission said that it is closely following the situation and that government forces have arrived in the area. Now, these atrocious attacks have left many locals shocked and heartbroken, and some are wondering why the government hasn't been able to ensure the security of the citizens. Now, last week, we told you that tensions started to rise between Ethiopia and Sudan after Sudanese soldiers were killed in bordering areas. Now, the Sudanese government was infuriated, but it seems like it has its hands full as protests against the military regime broke out last week. Meanwhile, on Sunday the 3rd, Sudan's Deputy Minister of Foreign Affairs, Dafala Al-Hajj, met with the Ethiopian ambassador to Sudan, Yabital Amro, and had a conversation about the historical bilateral relations between the two neighboring countries. Whether or not the two talked about last week's incident by the border is not known. And two days later, on Tuesday the 5th, member countries' leaders of the Intergovernmental Authority for Development, best known as IGAD, met in Nairobi, Kenya. Both Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed and Sudan's Chairman of the Transitional Sovereignty Council, Abdel Fattah al-Burhan, were present and talked about the clash at the border. At the end of the meeting, both leaders expressed their commitment to resolve the dispute peacefully and said that they valued the long-standing bilateral relations. Now, it's been more than a year and a half since the war broke out between the federal government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front, and through that period, they have accused each other of committing crimes against humanity. To investigate these allegations, the UN put together a commission of three experts, but the Ethiopian government has not been willing to let the team enter the country and investigate, until last week. Now, the investigators revealed that they obtained permission on Thursday, the 30th of June, to enter the capital, Addis Ababa. The chairwoman of the commission, Kari Betty Morongi, said that she hopes the experts get further permission to investigate in the areas where the alleged war crimes and human rights violations were committed, and talk to the victims and witnesses. A couple of weeks ago, journalist Yasewu Shimelis was detained for inciting violence and released on bail. However, on Thursday the 28th, seven police officers broke into his home, captured him, and now he's missing. His family members reported the incident to the Addis Ababa Police Commission and the Federal Police Commission, but Yasuwu is still nowhere to be found. Now, what's worse is that just a day after Yasuwu's encounter with the police, on Friday the 29th, something very similar happened to the journalist Abebu Bayou, who is now missing. Moreover, poet and critic Bele Bikele Woya has been missing for a week when he returned to his home. He thanked all those who were concerned about him, although he didn't say where he had been or who captured him. On the other hand, a top official of the Bolderas party, Sentayu Cheko, was arrested a couple of months ago for inciting violence, but on Thursday the 30th of June, he was released on bail. On Monday the 4th, the federal high court decided to release another journalist, Tomaskin Deselin, on bail. He has also been detained for inciting violence. 
However, even though his family paid the 100,000 Burr bail, that's around $2,000, the police haven't released him. Speaking of politicians, the Ethiopian Citizens for Social Justice Party held its General Assembly on Sunday the 3rd. The party held its second-ever election at the Assembly and voted Minister of Education Professor Bahanu Nega as the party's leader and architect Johannes Mekonen as his vice. On Sunday the 3rd, Reporter, a local newspaper, said that a public official at the Ministry of Health had told the news outlet that two individuals suspected of having contracted the monkeypox virus were quarantined. The same day, the Ministry of Health said that this was fake news and reminded the public that important information can be found on the Ministry and Public Health Institute's official outlets. The Ministry has also warned media outlets against spreading unconfirmed and unverified information. A few weeks ago, many were scammed out of thousands of Burr on social media platform Telegram. The alleged scammers created a group on Telegram called FIAS for a get-rich scheme before they took money from hundreds of people and went missing. Now, this past week, the Financial Intelligence Service, or FIS, asked victims to report to law enforcement. The FIS also said that it's working closely with the Information Network Security Agency as online scams are becoming more common. The FIS asked the police and the public to be careful as get-rich schemes are often scams, and if people decide to engage in online business, the FIS advises checking the address and identity of who they're working with. Kenyan mobile network operator Safaricom, which is Ethiopia's first and only private telecom services provider, was expected to start operating back in April. However, that did not happen, and the company keeps postponing the launching of operations in Ethiopia. Currently, the company is saying that it will start providing its services all over the country before the end of this year. Now, although the company hasn't made clear why there's a delay, it is said that it is working on quality control, building networks, and strengthening manpower by employing Ethiopian workers. On to some sports news now. The Ethiopian Football Premier League's 2021-2022 season came to an end last week on Saturday the 2nd of July. The competition went on for the greater part of a year and saw St. George, the most successful team in Ethiopian club football history, win the league and the trophy. St. George ensured victory on the very last match when they faced Addis Ababa City and breezed through with an easy win, scoring four and conceding none. Now, this season's title win means St. George has won the league 15 times. However, the club has been through a bit of a dry spell as it wasn't able to clinch the trophy for the past five seasons. Addis Ababa City, Sabeta City, and Jema Abba Jafar were relegated from the league while Legado, Legati, Ethio Electric, and Ethio Insurance have been promoted and will take part in the 2022-2023 season, which is set to start in September this year. Now, there was more sports news as the biggest road race in Africa, the Great Run, organized by athletics icon Haley Gabraith Selassie, sold naming rights to Sophia Malt, a beverage owned by brewing giant Heineken. The 22nd Great Run will be held on the 20th of November this year. Sophie Malt is also the Ethiopian Athletics Federation partner and owns the naming rights of another five-kilometer race called Put Women First. And to close this edition, we recommend checking out Teddy Afro's new song, Nayat, which was released a day after the horrible mass killings of innocent Amharans in the western Walaga zone. Teddy tugs at the pressing issue of division and antagonization based on ethnic grounds and remembers the innocent victims. Now you can listen to the song using the link in the show notes. That's it for this week. Now would you like us to include a section about the best places to visit in Ethiopia during the winter or the summer? Let us know at ethiopia at rorschach.com. Ciao.